This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, do you like this show? Are you enjoying it? Do you want to make one of your own? Well, let me tell you about Anchor and Jay, you can help me out. It's so easy. Anchor makes it easy to do a show like this. First of all, it's free. There's, uh, there are creation tools that I love it. it that allow it so you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. I love how simple it is to make content nowadays and anchor really makes it easy. Uh, now you can even add any song from Spotify straight to your episodes. This Boom. is so cool. Possibilities are endless. Uh, for what you can do and what you can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, sports talk radio. This is a real opportunity. I, th- I feel like the pandemic has kind of in many ways uh, gotten us a little more creative and saying, what do we want to say? And let's move forward with that, even without the pandemic. And Anchor makes that easy for yeah, you. Yeah. Or maybe you want to do a show that the world's never heard before. Right. Well, get up off your butt and do it. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you as well. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. They're basically making it easy for you to do this Correct. thing. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast. What you got to do, it's so easy. Download the Anchor app, go to anchor.fm and get started. It is so easy. We love Anchor. Thank you for letting us do this. Thank you for sponsoring our show because again, they understand these guys are in the creativity business and they support other creative things. So we say support them because they support us. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hi again, this is Brendan from Starburns Audio. I bet you thought you were rid of me. But guess what? I'm back. And I'm here to tell you that about two minutes after the break, there's going to be another distinct shift in sound quality. We ran into a couple technical difficulties while recording this episode. Thanks for your understanding, and hope you're well. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Scalabro Country, the Virus Edition, aka the Pandy Pods, aka Shorts Center, Jort Center, aka Two Sklars, No Cigars, aka Sklar Wars, aka Two Bros, No Garden Hose, aka Two Jews, No Harmon Killabrews, aka uh, Two One Egg, uh, four, legs. four Legs. I, I like, like One Egg, Four Legs. I'm a big One Egg, Four Leg fan. Let's Thank you to everybody who sent them in. Nikki Spencer, I know, sent a bunch in. Everybody, for all yeah. you guys who sent them in. We love it. For everyone who's listening to the show and it's giving you a little bit of a break, especially right now in this super intense time. Um, yeah, that's what we aim to do here. Maybe this is what you listen to on the way home from a peaceful protest. Yeah. I don't or know. maybe you're like, okay, I've watched seven hours of the news right now. I've watched the same thing over and over again. I I'm gotta- angry. I'm upset. I want a break. 
Uh, this let us be. So your I watched so much coverage. I read everything about what was going on, and at a certain point, it overloaded me, and I was like, I can't. I, nothing else is coming in here. No new, new, no new information is coming in. And More I just started sl- listening to Steely Dan. I don't know. I just started listening to old Steely Dan. I was like, I gotta calm myself in a certain way, mm-hmm. and and that's it, so that I can recharge to get back in the fight. Yep, yep. Because this is not going to end. This is something that we all need to stand up for. And this is the, the beginning, and now more than ever, it feels like we need to take a stand on things. Right. Right. Does yes. it not feel that like it totally? I feels kind like- of. And Jay, you and I are very much justice seekers. We do not love. That's kind of why we do this podcast. It's why we do dumb people time. We're like, look, we got to call out this behavior. And yeah, we can't way. let the dumb tidal wave run rampant without right. trying to plug it up. Exactly. We at least have to do our part. Yeah. So we're going to try something and you have pushed me into doing this. I think this could be interesting and maybe I'm wrong, but I'm curious. Maybe this won't be wrong, but we always feel like the more we give, the more we give of ourselves personally within this podcast, the more we connect with you because we are leaving part of ourselves out there. And I think that's true with comedy and it's true certainly with this podcast. So, Ram, so, why don't you explain what's currently going on? You're embroiled in a in a battle, in a war on Nextdoor.com. And for those of you who don't know what Nextdoor.com is, Ram, explain. Okay. Nextdoor.com is your local neighborhood message board for you to post things up. Like, it was very helpful when we had a bunch of clothes and stuff that we wanted to donate during the pandemic to anyone in need. And we posted up on there, hey, we've got a bunch of stuff. Is there anybody taking this? And who do we... Give it to. Who do we give it to? And like four people were like, I live over here and I use them for this and I could really use this and we could do, it was great. It's also a lot of people, I talked about it on here that one time. I said that someone like posted up, there's a lot of people who take themselves way too seriously. Yes. On this thing and have a lot of time. Now, currently we are in a situation where, where everybody has a lot of time. And, you ha- and also it is a serious time right now. Serious time and also a time where energies are charged. Everyone is at, everyone is Us tense. included. I'm ready to fight all the time, I feel like. I'm ready to go. I'm fight in, for something. Exactly. I see a video of a black girl crying about why does this world have to be the way that it is that Adam Ray posted on his thing. And I'm like, I'm going to fight for this girl. I got to fight for this girl. That's mm-hmm. the way I feel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that way too? 100%. So with that in mind, my kids have been feeling that way too. And my kids were like, how, how can we, what can we do? They're afraid to go into a large group and protest because of COVID. They're just nervous. And I don't blame them. They want to remain socially distant and listen to what the government is saying in terms of staying away from people. Fair. So Fair. they want to help and they don't know how, and they feel helpless and they feel like they didn't have a voice. So what they said was, why don't we make signs and go put them down and post them up on the fence around Silver Lake that say, we stand with you. I'm not black, but I see you. I'm not black, but I hear you. I'm not black, but I stand by you. Black Lives Matter and post that up. Great. You know, and the other, my other daughter said, had a sign and wrote down, they came out with their messages. I was not telling them what to put down. Right. And these are kids who you have to at times for certainly. My younger daughter, I have to sometimes get her to do her. I'm like at 11 o'clock at night. Have you please, please do your homework. Right. This, I didn't have to tell her at all. They motivated and they got into it. She did it. She took old boxes that we were recycling, cut them up, made the thing, punched a hole, got them ready to go, asked me to come down with her and she tied them on. And it was... 
It took time. It took, it took time. Energy. It took energy. It took effort. But they felt like, look, we can't go out right now. We don't feel comfortable going out and protesting right now. We don't want to be in danger. We can it, donate our money, which we have been doing. Mm-hmm. And then also you can try to make your voice heard this way. It's, it's a step. I mean, the first step is teach your kids that everybody is valuable and teach your kids that the value of other human beings are really important, that you see people. That And the simple thing of saying Black Lives Matter doesn't mean you don't think everybody's life matters is she, or that Black Lives Matter more than other people's lives. It's just we see you right now in this time of crisis and we say you matter. That's all it's saying. Those people get rankled and say all lives matter are missing the point. That's right. We're not, say, we're not making their struggle about you. So get out of it. Right. And allow this to be about, hey, we see you. Right. And we want to do something to help you. So your kids went and did that. And then what happened I'm the next day? I'm mad about this. Yeah, so I would be The next to. day, all their signs got torn down. And you originally thought it might have been the city saying you're not allowed to You're not allowed to hang on the post on on a public thing. And I thought, if that's the case, then there's nothing we can do about it. And so we tried and that's it. My kids were in tears because they spent a lot of time and effort and they felt like their message was being torn down. So the next day, my wife gets an alert on this today on Nextdoor. So they made a bunch of other signs. They're like, we're going to put other ones back up there because if it's not the city, let's see if they'll stay up there. So they stayed up for a day or two. And then they were taken down they again. Were taken down yesterday. And then someone posted late last night about how she was out walking her dog late at night after the curfew, and she saw a couple with another dog ripping down the signs. And she confronted them and said, "What are you guys doing? What are you doing?" Mm-hmm. And they said, "It's none of your business." And she said, "But you can't rip down those signs. So why are you ripping those things down?" And they confront him and the guy let his dog, she filmed the whole thing, let his dog loose and it came over and attacked her dog and her daughter. No way. Yeah. Until she started screaming for help and then he ran and got the dog, but they had already ripped down all the signs. So they took all the work that people did. And by the way, people were walking by, taking pictures of this, posting it out there. So it's not just the people that are walking by that are seeing it. It's a message that gets out there that, sure. hey, it's a sure. message of whatever, solidarity. Why is that such a big deal? And why that's such a problem? Right. So the woman posted her story on next door about being attacked by the dog, about being attacked by the other thing. And this person commented on it. The person who tore down the signs? No, someone else, else okay. commented on it. And then my wife commented on it, <laughs> commented on her comment. And then the woman- She clapped back she at her. She clapped back at my wife. And I was like, Uh-oh. oh shit, I'm joining <laughs> nextdoor.com and I'm going to jump in. Because I'm like, Uh-oh. nobody goes after my kids and my wife without me coming in this fight. thing. Here comes like, the fight. Here comes you the fight. You ask for it, you ask for and it. And don't step to me. Because I'm a comedian, and we do I know the how fucking to roast, roast battle. battle. I, I will, I, this, and, and I'm mad right now. This is not going to end well. So someone wrote, "Let's keep putting Black Lives Matter signs up." I'm going to read this to you, and you tell me if uh, I stepped over the I line. I will tell you. I wish Jay, you be my gauge. I, I'm happy that you're doing. It's kind of better that it's after the fact, fact so because I me. couldn't have stopped you. Okay. Yes. I live on the West River Lake Drive, and I want to see those amazing signs back up on the reservoir fence. They were not taken down by the city. They are taken down by a couple walking the reservoir. And while we're at it, let's put some signs in our front yards, too. A lot of us have high porches above a sidewalk where people can't tear them down. It's helpful to check out the, photo, uh, the photos of the protests for ideas. Uh, and then someone said, I'm down to make huge banners. Just saying. Boom. And then I want to take a baseball bat to this guy's dog. Well, that's exactly. what I want to do. So then this person said, and I don't want to hit dogs, but if a dog's attacking your daughter or your dog, you're going to you take the dog out. As, as, <laughs> as, uh, 
as Tom Segura said, if a dog started to bite my daughter's face off, I, I would have I no, would drown it. I would have no problem drowning. Okay, drowning so uh, some this woman, Lauren. I'm not going to give her last name because I'm going to withhold. She said, "Go clean up the rioters' mess. Do something productive." Whoops, is what she said. Okay, which by the way. Our friend Nate Abshire, who is in Minneapolis, is saying that a lot of the protesters are waking up early in the morning and cleaning up the mess. Right. They're cleaning up the mess of everything, the mess of the police, the mess of the rioters, everything. Right. They're cleaning it up. So that is happening, even though this person does not. Um, and someone says, while you're at it, let's get some more of these up, too, to sh- uh, to have a chance for a long-lasting change. We need to get Trump someone out. So get, get these signs back up. Okay. Right. Okay. So... They were they were on top of her thing. They were simply saying, right. let's add some good idea. Let's also do right. this. Right. And then she says, wow, so brave. Your signs really change things for the better. That's what this woman, Lauren, what? came in. To which, gloves. To which awesome. my wife then wrote, and I helped her write this. Hi, Lauren. No sign. Hi, Lauren. She started out nice. Right. No sign, uh, a sign can't change things for the better, but I have kids that felt voiceless that are not comfortable in large crowds right now due to COVID, and they wanted and needed a way to express their support for the black community. And they put their hearts into expressing their support, so when they were needlessly destroyed, that hurt. If we dismiss every small, kind gesture like you just did, then we have nothing. Sometimes change starts with tiny steps. Is that a bad thing? Is that not crossing a, a line? Not crossing a line. Not even insulting to this idiot. To which she said, virtue signaling, LOL. Meaning like signaling how virtuous you are mm-hmm. by saying that. Mm-hmm. And oh, then she, she said, she de- she de- this woman deserves so a then smackdown. She said, a verbal smackdown. Don't forget to, then she said again, don't forget to take selfies in front of your idiotic signs. It, idiotic. Calling our kids idiotic signs. Mm-hmm. And post on your Facebook and Instagram. No one uses Facebook, Facebook except, except you, you. Right, exactly. User. After all, it's all about you and your virtue signaling. All of your friend, all of your friend, all of your friend, uh, who think exactly like you will do the same. It's circle jerk. You mean it's a circle jerk? And then to which, you know, people then put jumped on her. I hope they jumped on her. Right. And let me see. What, what did the, you say? What replies? She said, your kid should be out in the sunshine laughing and playing. Don't tell me what my kid should or then, shouldn't be doing. Then John Jackson said, sounds like you could use the sunshine and a hug because you seem really triggered over signs. To which I then joined the fray. Okay. This is what I can. Okay. Daddy comes in the door. You are stretching in the background. Daddy right? comes in the door, right? They just open the gate, and I'm coming in from the bullpen. <laughs> you, that was your wife letting you off the leash. <laughs> My wife, yeah, exactly. My and wife went like, after this woman. I said, they can do both, Lauren. Stand up for what's right and go outside and laugh and play. And it starts with teaching your kids that everyone has value no matter who they are because they are the future. Yes. They're the ones who are in a couple of years will be voting and making sure this cycle of prejudice won't continue. But please, keep talking on this chain. It's really enjoyable to watch you hang yourself with your own rope. Oh! She then said later after another comment said, I'm loving it. Just quietly amassing as many tone deaf quotes as I can. Who knows? Maybe I'll print them out 
and post uh, with it on Instagram like Lauren suggests. <laughs> <laughs> then Lauren said to me, because now it's now, now, it's now she's turning on you. Quote, hang yourself with your own rope. I sure as hell wouldn't want an angry, violence-spewing, intolerant social justice warrior near any child. All children learn that everyone has value. Everyone in this neighborhood does that. It's our collective value system, and it's written in the Constitution. Having worked in LAUSD, which is our school thing, for 23 years, I and everyone who has school-age children knows this to be a fact. Children and teens should be in school. They're going to suffer PTSD if they don't get back. This doesn't get back to normal. This is not a burden that children should carry. Virtue signaling harms children, and it's not a lesson. Acts of kindness and generosity speak volumes and leave a lasting impression on children. Your signs are for you and make you feel good about yourself and how moral you are. Your inability to accept another man, another person's point of view is typical of your ilk. You're obviously not a parent, and you have a BA in art forms, in, in art forms from some liberal college where you learned all about cool socialism. Of course, you owe a fortune in tuition and want the government to bail you out, okay? Oh, to which, boy! To which there were other people who said stuff. Dude, just because someone doesn't agree with you doesn't mean uh, whatever. This, they said Lauren, Lauren Wayne, there, so Lauren sounds like a Russian bot and whatever. Okay. Uh, and then someone said, Lauren, you're an ass. Perhaps you and people like you are the reason LAUSD is in shambles. <laughs> and I certainly want you, want you anywhere near my two children. Your uh, pontificate that actions speak volumes, that your actions on this forum speak volumes about you and your total lack of understanding about social situation, whatever. Then she goes on. Someone sent her a video. Lauren, you need to watch this. Maybe it will help you truly understand why this happening and why we, at quote, as people need to stand up against injustice, discrimination, nice. racism. All right. Said, okay, so I'm sorry. This is just. Yeah, no, okay, no, no I got it. I got it. And then when do you jump back? So in the then fray? I jumped back in the fray. I made a career out. That's what she says. I made a career out of helping people. And you, I'm challenging intolerance and lack of free expression here. Stop scolding everyone if you know better. You won't address uh, spying on and turning in people who take down signs. Those teen girls can put them up and anyone who want to can take them down. Case closed. I respect both acts. It's public property. I said, Lauren, you sound really, really mad. Just breathe and relax. I'm not triggered at all. Just trying to set you straight and holding up a mirror to your post so you can see how crazy you sound is starting to get a little heavy. <laughs> of course, people have the right to take down signs, but that doesn't make it right. Those signs are about treating everyone with respect and seeing communities in crisis right now. Look at what, look at what and who you are defending right now. A woman walking uh, with her daughter and a dog are not the same as a spies. Was she later? Oh, she said a whole thing about how spies tapped her family's phone and mm-hmm. she was doing all this other work. Okay, she's nuts. She's nuts. There are people in the neighborhood who saw people vandalizing beautiful messages with deep meaning. That's what people in a neighborhood are supposed to do. Look out for each other. That's not spying. That's being a conscientious neighbor. I hope to God you showed more patience working working with special needs children for LAUSD than you're showing on this thread. I look forward to your reply on here where you continue to provide for all of us your civil rights resume. But next time, bring a megaphone. It's getting really hard to hear you from inside the deep hole you continue to dig for yourself. <laughs> Take her down! Okay, and she's like, what are you talking about tapping family's funds? I never said that. What the... 
WTF? That wasn't me, and I'm not in any hole. You are correct. I have no patience for the PC police. Give me a break. You love to politicize everything and scream racist over nothing. Then you go to bed at night feeling good about yourself. Wah, stop being toxic and challenging my ideas. You wouldn't have the last one hour, and you this wouldn't have lasted an hour in my shoes. As a career therapist, and by the way, feminist activist, I stood on picket lines where you were in diapers. I fought for gay rights and stood at uh, the bedside of dying. Yes, the AIDS virus. Good. Leave this thread to go video possible sign criminals. I said, Lauren, here we go. Of course, you aren't fully reading any of the posts that I have made on here. How could you when you're in such a fit of rage? The fact that you've stood on picket lines, which, by the way, I have a bunch too, or fought for gay rights and against AIDS, the AIDS virus, and can't see that it all starts with people's awareness baffles me beyond belief. It shows me that even though you you did all the things that you are claiming to have done, it was all for naught. And that is extremely sad. Marching and picketing and raising money and participating in outreach programs are significant uh, components of real change. But teaching your children to see everyone as valuable and teaching them to stand up for everyone is equally as important. Again, I would expect someone with your extensive work in the field of gay rights, feminism, and AIDS would completely comprehend that. I don't understand why you don't. Something isn't adding up here. But here's the best part. I'm sure you'll offer up a rage-filled post back to me that doesn't explain the incongruence. Also, how old do you think I am? I can't wait to hear your rage-filled, false equivalency-riddled response. <laughs> and then she wrote. And then she wrote something else back, and then I wrote something else back. But is it too much? Am I just too much? No, no. you're going after her in the right way. I'm, am I going after her in the right way? Yes, of it's course. ridiculous, Don't right? Let it stop. Don't I can't. Let I gotta it keep stop. going. I can't. I gotta Don't keep going. Let it stop because it just made me so mad. And I'm sorry I'm throwing all this on here and I'm sorry I'm getting in this, but you tell me, am I being too... I don't think you're being too intense. Sweating, I'm so mad. I, 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 look, I, I, there is no defending someone ripping down somebody's signs. If it was on their house, if the signs were put unjustly on this person's house and they're like, hey, I don't subscribe to that. I don't believe that. I'm mm-hmm. taking this down. Mm-hmm. If you don't like it, go put up a sign that says stop making signs. Exactly. If you don't like it, go put up a sign that says, you know, stop looting. Yeah. You're ruining our country. Which, by the way, let's make the distinction. I don't like the looters either. I don't. I don't think anyone in their right mind. None of the protesters like the looters. And look, I understand frustration yeah, and it can lead to that, but that's not a solution either. We all know that. The, the, the best possible solution is to make people in power uncomfortable and start to make the change. That's right. That's what we have to do. The system is broken. We're all acknowledging that, except Lauren. Except for And Lauren. we are all trying to do what we can and trying to set our kids up so that they can inherit a situation that's even better than the one that we have. And we've been lucky as white people to live through this. So at least up to this <laughs> point. So now we get to a point where let's bring everybody up to speed. We, this should have been done long, long ago. But if this is the awakening moment, then let's put hope into this moment. I agree. Let's and by the way, if your kids made a sign that said that I see you, I see a, co- a community in crisis, why are we defending the people who tear that down? That's that's what you got to ask yourself. That's what you got to ask yourself, okay? By the way, it's it's within his right to clear out Lafayette Park, but was it right? No. Right. That's it. That's all I'm going to say. All right. Uh, let's we'll take, take a, break. a break. Yes. Uh, we'll be back on the other side of the break. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm out of control. Yes. Yes. 
All right, guys, welcome back to the show. Uh, sorry, that was such a crazy long first no, segment. I, love I it. apologize. I, I love was it. just fired up about this fact that this person is doing this, and I'm going in there. I'm not going to let. I'm like, you don't realize. I'm going to keep coming at you. And I think I there was one that I didn't read in there that I was whatever. I, she said she worked for LAUSA, and I was like, I swear to, I hope to God you're not an English. You weren't an English teacher because your posts are all riddled with misspellings. You said that, yeah, I fantastic. Said, there you go. Uh, all right, uh, let's get back into one more story. Yes, uh, zooms. We all know zooms. Zooms are out there. They're part of this culture. They continue to get people into trouble, especially old people who don't understand technology and how it works. Uh, look, we know people, it's not necessarily a comfortable situation for an older and, person. And I think people don't understand. Well, like when you're not in the biggest box, you you're think- You're still on camera. It, yeah. You, what you forget is that people can look at it where everybody's we on We don't know camera. how other people are viewing it on their computer. You're still on camera. The fact that people are at home, I think, makes them feel more comfortable to do what they want to do. Of course, there was the woman who went to the bathroom on the Zoom. That was a famous first one. Uh, unless you mute yourself, which, by the way, not hard to do. Yeah, Take the cursor, the put on the microphone. Icon and it puts yourself. a little red line through it. We were on a Zoom podcast today where I was in the office where I was doing it. A UPS guy came. I muted myself. Mute it. Mute it. All right? So we've got a story right now that comes from Mexico. That takes Zooms to new heights. Zoom mistakes to new heights. A Mexican senator, a woman, went topless while trying to change during a government Zoom, trying to change her clothes without turning the camera off. Okay. What is this? Is this a Portland City Council meeting? What's happening? Because there is so much stripping There's going on in Portland. A lot of stripping even on the Portland City Council Zooms. That's I get wanting to strip away excess government, but this is this is like the Girls Gone Wild video gone bad. Do you yes, remember a whole bit about We Girl had an old bit about Girls Gone Wild. Which I love the premise of the bit. And then I don't know that we carried it out quite properly. I, I think it was funny. It was I just remember the premise of the bit was the only person really going wild in the Girls Gone Wild video was the announcer right. who was so ins- it was like so important for him well, to insist whole, that it was normal, normal girls. girls. Not normal. Not strippers. Normal everyday girls. Like you and me. Like that. Yeah, like girls. us. Normal everywhere is gone. Wild, like berserk, like gone wild. That's the thing that check out this video we saw in this Corpus Christi courtroom. Then the judge stands up and says, "I for the, for the prosecution, I, they've gone wild. She's gone wild. She's gone wild. Wild, 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 wild. It was a wall of sound. I just heard it recently. We weren't really pausing. We for kind laughter. of we kind of disregarded the audience, just like this woman on this Mexican uh, senatorial." Zoom call. All right. Mar- Martha Lucia Meacher uh-huh. was on a call with 15 other Mexican senators and government officials when she decided to go wild and change her top. Now, she's issuing apologies. She is. Apparently, during one part of the meeting, she forgot the camera was on her and just started changing. Really? Are you really? so busy that. Wait, well, why would she have gotten into your Zoom clothes before the meeting? Right. Or why does it matter what clothes you're wearing? You're on a Zoom. What was so, like, you had to change that top in that moment. The importance of the Zoom is that you're there. Is it too much to click on the camera, or do you think, Randy, she didn't know how to click? I think she did not know how to click on the camera. By the way, when you click on the camera, it doesn't mean you're off the Zoom. It just says your name right in there. So they know you're still there, but maybe that you're changing your clothes or something. Maybe she didn't have enough time in advance to get into the right Zoom outfit. And if that's the case... We're all at home. That's poor time management on your part. And you know what? How busy are you in quarantine that you really, you can't get... But if this, is, this isn't like an address to the public. This is 15 other government officials. You just say, hey, I had a crazy morning, you guys. Sorry I'm in this t-shirt. Yeah, I but, apologize. But I'm even though I don't look professional, you make a little joke, I'm feeling completely... 
professional. Maybe she's like Mexican James Brown. Remember Jay oh, James yeah. Brown? Yes, yes, we yes, saw yes, James yes. Brown perform at the Vale Profit Fair in St. Louis, the VP Fair, which happens around 4th of July in St. Louis, which we have to describe. We've never been to St. Louis in the summertime, in the dead of summer. It is like 100 degrees and 95% humidity, and that's at night. It's like a fat guy sitting on you all, all the time. All the time. Like, someone on your head that is weighs you down. down. Like it literally weighs you down. So James Brown came out and this he, is in the was it living, living in America, America that album Goliath. We right. had the tape. We listened to the tape all the time. Yes, we had the cassette tape of James Brown's newest album in the eighties. I think it was Living in America. Probably. So he comes which out. Which is the song that was from Rocky IV. Which, by the way, what better song to play on the Fourth of July than Living, living in America. America? I think that's why they hired him. Uh, so he came out and he's saying, underneath the arch, underneath the arch, it's hot. We are so hot. It's in the sun. I mean, we are dressed so comfortably. I think we're in like swimming suits. Yeah, and just drenched. Just pouring down sweat. He is wearing, no joke, a three-piece polyester suit. Now, I may not have high boots. Middle of the song, he goes backstage. They're still playing. But, 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 but like what you see is the sweat starts at his belt. And just and when it gets up to about his nipples, he goes backstage. And he puts on a blue not, outfit. He went, right. Not a lighter, not just a puffy shirt. He puts on a whole other three-piece polyester suit that's a different color. It was red, then it was blue, and then it was white. I Which think that I was, was really nice. But the guy is sweating so much. Maybe this is who she is. Maybe she had three Zoom outfits. Different outfits prepared for different parts of the zoo. Okay, but here's my part of this Mexican senator story that I don't understand. So the clips, screen grabs of her topless were leaked out to the public. So that how is that? How is that? So someone on that call was like, was like, oh my god, check this out. I'm on get it. And then they sent it to someone. Is that worse than what I did in the first segment? No, no. Or unless this was a public meeting, and I don't. I don't, I don't think it was a public meeting. Shame on whoever sent those out. Shame on everyone in that meeting for not just immediately going like, hey, hey, hey woo, we Stop. can see you. Stop. Stop changing your Stop shirt. Stop changing your shirt. Instead, they thought the nice thing to do would be to, to not say anything and leak the photo yeah. to the internet. The internet. Which, and I'm I'm going to say something right now that is going to shock everybody here. The internet was not kind. That is... That's shock. It's a shock. That is a surprise people for made, once. People made fun of this woman and the situation. That's, right. That's not cool. She's in her 60s. Look, she doesn't know how technology works. She probably just got onto Facebook. She probably speaks all of her private texts into her phone. So that everyone can hear. Look, we can't expect her to know how to mute herself or know where the camera thing is, like we said before. It's a miracle that she got onto this Zoom in the first place. Okay. It's just I'm on her side, kind of. I kind of feel bad. I don't know if I can go fully. Well, but then she said this: "I am Malu Misher. I am not ashamed to have shown part of my intimacy by accident. That has to be a translation. That is, I think that's part of my intimacy by accident because it is exactly the notion that a woman is just her body that has allowed and fomented the objectification of women." Against which I have always fought. I I don't. I think this is just a mistake. Yeah, I don't think and you can turn this into a, a lecture. Cry. <laughs> I mean, just because you don't know how to do Zoom. I mean, I guess that's pretty opportunistic. It's good. If she, she could turn, turn it into that. She's a good politician. That is a very politician. Can we give move. her credit for what she just did here. I can't. I, you could. You could In go after. It's a mistake. Look, you can go after the people who are being cruel to you online. Yes. You can say to those people. Hey, this is not cool yeah, behavior. I don't understand what that means to go after someone who's being cruel online. Yeah, Rand, you, I don't know. I don't I'll know what, I don't, you explain. But the, in the end, 
this, like many of Lauren's posts in the first thing, is just a gaffe. Yeah, it's something that she'll be embarrassed about when she looks at it later. It's a mistake. Why can't she just come out and say, "I hey, I'm a human being like everyone who voted for me. Mm-hmm. I made a mistake, a mistake that I'm embarrassed about, and that does not justify cruel behavior. That's all that needs to be said. Maybe I should become a Mexican senator. Maybe I should. I just gave you, look, that's, this is, it was so easy for me and Randy to just come up with that simple explanation. Instead, by the way, Mexican Zoom does sound like a Stephen Malcolm song that he hasn't written yet. Yes, yes. Mexican Zoom, doesn't that? Yes. He's going to write a song called Mexican Zoom and it's going to be amazing. I'll see you bitches on a Mexican Zoom. Or Mexican Zoom does sound like a Mexican kid show, like the Mexican zoom. version We're of gonna Zoom. We're going to Zoom, 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 Zoom. Yes. Zoom, 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 Zoom. That was the only show that competed with Electric Company and Sesame Street. Mexican Zoom could evolve that to the next level. Uh, and on the Mexican Zoom show, there would be senators disrobing and getting into the weeds about policy issues. And we're learning about people's bodies on Mexican Zoom. True. But I just will say this. It, this is to me where the pride of a politician stepped in in the wrong way. Right. Had she just said, hey, I goofed. I'm an, I'm an old person learning technology. Or, hey, Wouldn't that make her more endearing? I would love her if she just said... Wow, am I embarrassed? Hey, I remember Randy and I. Who among us has made a mistake? What Randy and I went on stage in front of six thousand people at Chrysler Arena. We made a joke about a young Grayson Allen who tripped us on the way into. Uh, he was two years old. Tripped us on the way into the Chrysler Center when we were in college. We had all these play people sitting on the couch. There was no arm on the end of the couch. And Jay went. I to went to sit down, and there was no couch behind me. I fell. Comp- I did. What Such could only be described on stage in front of 6,000 people? I did a total pratfall. Everyone was laughing at me, and I bounced up, and I was like, I'm an idiot. I goofed. I should have brought it back to Grace now. I should have, like, you don't make fun of Grace now. But, like, <laughs> you, that, did, you did make fun of Grace now. You don't make fun of Grace now. Look what happened to me. Look what happened. But, like, that kind of thing, that little mistake of me falling off the bit, like, that was embarrassing as all hell. But if in the moment, and I think we all can take a piece of this and move forward in our lives, Lauren included, if we all take and say, hey, we just made a mistake. Hey, I just did something embarrassing. I goofed. My bad. Look, on a deeper level, this is what America needs to do right now. Say, we made a mistake. We're owning up to it. We'll take responsibility. We're not going to turn this into anything more than what it is. This is a mistake. We're going to make it better. That's and, how we get back. And on the plus side, uh, after Jason fell down at Chrysler Arena, he became the mayor of Oaxaca. True. Fact. All right, guys, that's a show. Sorry about my ranting at the beginning. I think it was worth it. You know what? I had to go off, and it wasn't even all collected. I tried my best to give you everything I could. That's all right. We just want you guys to fight for the good fights. Fight the good fights. Uh, support equality and everyone being treated the same way. Uh, we say Black Lives Matter right now. Uh, black. You could say Black Lives Matter too. If that if that actual phrase Black Lives Matter Black Lives Matter upset you is hard for you to just get out. Say it. Black, you can say Black Lives Matter. Just, just know that they matter. Me. Just know that they matter. But just know that uh, we appreciate you guys. We love you guys. We want you to have a safe weekend filled with meaning and love and peace as much as possible. And uh, be safe. Go punch a water faucet. Go wash your hands. Stay socially distanced. But stay connected. Stay protected. Don't get infected. And fight the good fight. Love you guys. Scarpins Avenue, a podcast. A podcast network.